0: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin.
1: What is happening after buzzers? It's that time. We are back for a brand new season of the Titan Games, season two, episode one. We are kicking off with action in the central region. My name is Ty Matthews. Joining me today and for this season, brand new co-host for this show. You've seen her on AfterBuzz TV talking about one day at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, Alyssa, cost him a lot.
0: Hey Ty, hello everybody. I am so pumped to be part of this after show. I love the hype. I love that The Rock's a part of it. Let's get to it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now we will talk about everything that happened in the central region. We'll talk about the upsets, talk about the, the disasters. Uh, but just before we kick off, general thoughts about the episode, Alyssa.
0: I loved it. I watched, I binge watched the whole last season. So I was wondering how they were going to change it up this season. They came out with the east, the west, the central. Like you said, we saw the central this time. They have pro athletes. They have celebrities that are the reigning titans, and so we see this episode. Somebody takes them out. So I thought it was so great that they changed it completely for season two.
1: Absolutely, it's a, it's a little bit of like it almost feels like a, an American Gladiators kind of twist now with these with these pro titans that that people have to have to defeat, and then to defend that title against uh, all comers is a, a fascinating twist on the show.
0: I love it because I feel like they stepped up their game from last time. It's just like they were Titans last time. And this time they have to compete again and again to keep that title. And that just makes the competition even that much better because you have to keep going. It doesn't just end there and they bring people back. So even if you lose the competition down the road, you have the opportunity to come back. And I love that because some of these competitions are really close and people that lose by maybe like a second, like we're going to talk about, they have an opportunity to come back, which is phenomenal.
1: Exactly, exactly. And we, we saw uh, such a grab bag of things in this episode. We saw people lose by just a hair, and we saw absolute shutouts. So I'm excited to get into it. Let's get into our first set of, uh, of women on the show, Shantae McMillan and Alexis Valiette taking it out uh, the very first round, the launch pad. Uh, now, one, one of the other things that we're seeing in this season is that it's a best two out of three system. So mm-hmm. people have, have two, you know, two out of three chances to make it to Mount Olympus to face off with the pro titans. Uh, so what did you think about the, uh, the archer Alexis taking on the Olympian Shantae?
0: Well, like I said earlier, you know, everybody comes from different backgrounds and it doesn't matter like where you're at. Some people come as the underdog and they leave as the victor. So I was excited to see this. And Me being in the military myself, we are always pushed to the limit. So I love the fact that I'm seeing competi- uh, competitors in this level of competition and they are giving it their all. And you, what well, we're seeing on TV, it's maybe like five or six minutes that they're doing it. But they are, as The Rock says, they are showing their fatigue. They are getting tired. They are doing high-level competition. So to see these two females battle it out, I thought it was amazing.
1: Absolutely. And with, uh, with Launchpad especially, it seems like this competition is really, really neck and neck a lot. You know, it's one of those things where you kind of don't really have sight of your opponent. So you're really just singularly focused, you know? And so with this one in particular, Alexis versus Shante, it's just each one is falling, boom, almost at the exact same time. Uh, Alexis takes it in the end. And, you know, we, we talked about the fact that, you know, we're only seeing like little clips of a few minutes. It's very, this show was very slickly polished and it, it almost all feels like a live uh, inspirational highlight video, you know?
0: Yes, and I love the fact that we did see, like you said, that it's two out of three. So just because she won the first competition doesn't mean that she's taking it all. And I like that 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 that's different from last season because last season you were basically out of it. You didn't have a chance to go to Mount Olympus, and this time you do. So that was a hard competition. I mean, swinging back and forth and you you have to have a lot of leg strength for that. And I mean, it might kind of seem easy at home, but they are definitely gassed out, so I know it's not an easy competition.
1: Exactly, exactly. In in round two, they they go at it in over the edge. And this one, it wasn't quite as competitive as Launchpad. It seemed like Shantae took this one fairly easily.
0: Well, with the tug of war, I mean, we've all done that growing up, you know, you have a couple people on one side, a couple people on the other, but this with the heavy chains and then you're trying to pull that metal box and they're already exhausted. I don't know how much time they have in between competitions. I'm sure that they give them some rest, but you really want this. Your family's in the crowd. They're cheering for you. I know if that was me, that would definitely give me the momentum that the rock is cheering me on. I have the commentators cheering me on and my family, and they're really doing it for themselves and their family. So they give it all they got. Sometimes it's enough. Sometimes it's not, but Shantae definitely pulled it out, and she deserved it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. There, there's not much that'll that'll light a fire under you as the rock standing on the sidelines screaming at you. Um, now the tiebreaker, we get to the Herculean pull, and this one, you know, like like a lot of these that we saw, was a return from season one, and that Herculean yes. pull is so so tough. You've got to take out those two silver poles, and then finally one more kind of tug of war competition. Uh, But with this, it was interesting seeing their different strategies. You know, Alexis kind of wraps her whole body around the pole while Shantae really keeps a solid base against the base of the structure.
0: Well, what I love from this, just like you said that they showed it last season, but I love the fact that, like they call it, it's a blind tug of war. So you have Mm. no idea what the person on the other side is doing. They could, like you see, sometimes they fall. That's your opportunity to pull it and win the whole thing but you're fatigued. You don't know if they have left down. So you're, as you saw, she was just holding onto it and she's pulling and you could really take it all there, but you have no idea what the person is doing on the other side. They might be just as fatigued. They might have fallen. They might be waiting for their opportunity to pull it out from under you. So I love this competition.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's such a different dynamic when you can see your opposition versus when you can't, you know? Exactly. Um, so, so with that Shantae takes it in the Herculean Pole, goes on to Mount Olympus to face the, the pro Titan Clarissa Shields. Now, this was such a fascinating story with the, the Olympian that didn't place versus the two-time, uh, medalist, you know?
0: Yes, I thought it was great because Shantae, she came back from not winning the first heat with Alexis. She made it to Mount Olympus and I thought it was really going to be a close heat, but as you said from before, Yes, she is an Olympian that she was going up against, but it doesn't matter. Like there the stakes are there for everybody. And Shantae definitely went ahead. She ended up winning the heat. And you could see like just the joy on her face when she won because now she's a Titan. And to take out an Olympus, that's a big deal because she's like the best at what she does.
1: Exactly. And, and you know, we, we talked about how this season, the pro Titans are kind of a new addition to the show. And I love the fact that like, they're having them talk some smack, you know, they're having them just like oh, American yeah. Gladiators back in the day, you know, it's like, no, you're not going to take this easily.
0: I thought about that too. When you see like Joe Thomas, he talks a lot of smack, like bring it on. Like I'm a pro bowler, uh, like I'm going to do it. But then what if they beat you? It's just like, you're talking all the smack and like Shantae, she won, you know? So just because you're talking smack and because you're an actual Titan doesn't mean that title can't be taken away from you.
1: Well, and, and that's exactly right. You know, coming, coming from a professional wrestling background, they always tell you never, never talk so much smack, because if you lose, you just have to eat that much more throat." you know?
0: <laughs> exactly. But and I mean, Shantae, she definitely held her own, so good for her.
1: I could not believe how she absolutely just decimated this course right out the gate.
0: And I want to back up for a second, because this Mount Olympus, there was so much more to it than there was last season. I mean, there were so many more new obstacles, and I love it. And it's interesting, because since Shantae won, and she comes back again, and she does the exact same course. So that gives her a little bit of an advantage, because she's done it before.
1: Exactly, exactly. You know, we saw saw Clarissa kind of struggling on the Iron Ascent, which is not the last time that we would see that in this episode. That seems like a particularly grueling obstacle
0: yes and it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman that could still take you out
1: exactly exactly yeah that one you're really kind of competing against your own body weight uh, now let's let's move on to the to the first set of men that we see tonight we've got bartley we were the fourth <laughs> straight out of cave city kentucky the titan the real life titan himself taking on a 42 year old firefighter matt chan um this was this was such a fascinating kind of like juxtaposition of of styles. You know, Matt Chan is, you know, he's this firefighter, this family guy. Whereas Bartley not only is a an NFL mascot, but he's a competitive eater, ranked number one in Kentucky.
0: <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. I love when they tell us a little bit backstory about them so we kind of know where they came from, what they overcame, the fact that he's already a Titan because he's the mascot. I thought that was hilarious. I was like, oh, awesome for the show. And then the fact that Matt had suffered a leg injury and he came back from it, he could have let that defeat him. And he said, no, and he made it all the way to the Titans game. So I was really proud of him. I was kind of nervous for him though, because Matt seemed like a beast. And I know they both wanted it, but Matt was like, I'm taking this. I'm already a Titan and I'm going to keep going with it. So I was like, Oh, we'll see how this goes.
1: Yeah, exactly. So this, this first, uh, this first challenge, this first, Uh, competition between the two. You know, we get a little bit of foreshadowing from The Rock because they ask him what his strategy might be. You know, they've got to take all of these weights off, then run all the way around and hope that it's light enough, hope that they've taken off enough weight to pull that down. And we see that's exactly what does Bartley Weaver in in this competition
0: exactly i know you see a lot of times in the competitions especially with this they feel that they can pull that weight and sometimes we've seen it where the titans have actually been able to pull like 300 pounds sometimes it works for them sometimes it doesn't and in this competition bartley definitely went a little bit too early even though i think the rock had mentioned something about that and then right. he lost a lot of ground so that definitely gave matt the advantage i mean if he was able to do it he definitely would have won it right out but because he wasn't able to, and he tired himself out, had to go back and take off more weight. And that gave Matt the front runner spot.
1: Exactly, exactly. You know, a lot of these competitions between Matt and Bartley, it seemed like, uh, not to take anything away from either of them, but it seemed like it came down to a lot of times brains versus brawn, muscle versus speed. Uh, as we saw in Lunar Impact, that is exactly what happened. You know, Matt, he, he beats him to the top of that ladder and almost gets that door all the way to the edge, but the brute force of Bartley just shoves him all the way back.
0: I love that competition. I mean, we saw that last season, and you're right. Sometimes it's the fastness, and Matt definitely got all the way up there. And I thought, wow, he's definitely going to push Bart off the side. And Bart came back. Bartley came back with a vengeance. And it's interesting to see, like, there's techniques for each. Because for each, I've seen some people where the bar at the bottom, they have pulled that, and that's given them a lot of leverage to push it. So mm. I know that they were both exhausted. They were both tired it out. But Bartley was definitely like, if I don't win this competition, I am out of it. So he definitely – Push through. I mean, it took a while, as you saw, like Matt held his own in there, but in the end, Bartley took it.
1: Yeah. And the fact that like, at one point, you know, we get these stalemates, you know, there's one guy will be winning, then the other guy will be winning, and then there'll be no movement. At one point, Bartley even takes one arm off to like pump up the crowd as he's doing it, you know, like that, just the sheer force right there.
0: Exactly. And I think sometimes like you don't really know because you both take a little bit of a rest because you're exhausted. I mean, it's not like you're just pushing a piece of paper. You're pushing another competitor. You're high up in the air. You really want this, but you're exhausted. And sometimes when somebody takes a rest, it gives a leg up to the other competitor, but only if they know the other person's resting.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Now we saw such a fierce competition in Lunar Impact. And that's why it was so shocking that Matt took the herculean pull so dominantly
0: and then uh bartley ended up winning it so i think with that it was definitely you should never count somebody out because i've seen before where it's been like down to the wire and the person makes a huge comeback and even the rock is like where did that come from
1: right right the fact that yeah bartley took the lunar impact but matt like Matt was able to pull that last pull out really, before Bartley even got out of the gate. So that was just an absolutely shocking display. Um, and you know you you got to hope you know if you're Matt Chan, you've got to hope that that momentum you can carry that momentum with you into Mount Olympus. But as we saw, um, Joe Thomas is just an utter machine when it comes to Mount Olympus.
0: Well, this competition between Joe and matt, I I yell a lot at the TV. I've always like, I love encouraging people. I'm just like, come on. Like you got this, like keep going. When I work out, I always hype myself up. I'm like, come on, Alyssa, you got this, like keep going. You're not tired, push through. And that's what you see sometimes they say to themselves. But with this competition, it was so close. I mean, I think Joe literally won, they said by a second. And it was only because when Matt put in the Titan, he turned it the wrong way and that gave Joe all that he needed was a second. That's why I always say like, it doesn't matter if you're five minutes behind or a second behind, that's all somebody needs to be able to take it. So Joe, I mean, he was so close to losing. And then Matt, I know he took that really hard. If that was me, I would have taken that really hard as well, but he does have an opportunity to come back.
1: Yeah. The fact that, Oh my God, just turning that relic can, can make all the difference. We saw that happen a lot in the first season. And just that, that's gotta just really eat at you when that happens.
0: I think I would rather lose by like a minute than a second because that second right. is just like, it was literally a second if I had just done something different. So I know that that was like really hard for him.
1: Right, right, exactly, exactly. So coming out of the first half of the episode, we see on the women's side, a brand new Titan in Shantae McMillan and a a defending Titan in Joe Thomas. So that is it's, it's so like, I I was glued to the TV when I, when I was watching this uh, not too long ago, seeing, you know, not only the fact that that was the case, but also the fact that Shantae had to defend her title, you know, that, that night, presumably. Yes. Um, so going into the, the second, uh, the second set of women that we see in the episode, um, we have got uh, Jamie Seaman taking on Jess Weatherby. Uh, now, Jess Weatherby is such a fa- like fascinating story because so many people in the Titan Games are these people that have been working out their entire lives, you know? They're these like insane stories of like strength and endurance, and, and she just started working out a year ago, you know? So to make it here is, is fascinating.
0: Yeah, I love that. I mean, it doesn't matter if you've been working out for years or just, you know, maybe a year or even a couple of months. I mean, if you have that grit and that willpower to push through, then good on you.
1: Exactly, exactly. Now, this very first competition that we saw between Jess and Jamie was chain linked. And we, we talked a little bit about before about being able to see your opponent. But in this challenge, you're literally face to face with them.
0: I love that. I mean, sometimes it's cool that you see your opponents. Sometimes it's not because if they're ahead of you, it kind of gives you a little bit of anxiety. Like, okay, I'm falling behind. I need to like pick it up. Sometimes that gives you like that oomph that you need. Sometimes, like I said, it gives you a little bit of anxiety, but it was a new obstacle that we haven't seen so far. So I like that they had to go with the change and move across quickly. It looks like it's an easy competition, but I'm pretty sure it's not.
1: Oh God. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and it, it looked like Jess had a little bit of cold feet making that leap. Cause it's yes. like jumps like that. They've got to look so much farther when you're actually up there, you know?
0: And Jamie did a great job. She was leading the whole time. And then when you get to the end and you have to crank it. That's when you start to see the fatigue set in, but she did a great job. And she ended up pulling out the win.
1: Absolutely. Uh, yeah. uh, now, going into with uh, with Jamie taking that we go into the second competition between those two, which is kick out. And it it looked like there are so many factors there that you have to kind of that you have to take into account, you know, from the way that you're gripping the bar uh, overhead to the way you're kicking those logs. What did you think of this?
0: I thought it was an interesting competition. I mean, Jess, her leg strength was kind of giving out a little bit. And like you said, you have to have multiple things with your arm strength, your leg strength, and then it's kind of like a swinging motion to push it in. You're already tired. So just with all those factors in there, it did look look like a hard competition. I was definitely rooting for Jamie because I thought that she did such a great job the first time, but then Mm. Jess held her own as well, but it wasn't enough.
1: Exactly exactly and, and the rock even you know even is, is kind of um, is kind of wondering if there you know if there's an injury because at one point Jamie's starting to kick with only one leg uh, but eventually she takes it, goes on to Mount Mount Olympus two to zero uh, so that was you know it was interesting seeing seeing the first half being so close to, to seeing a shutout in the second half.
0: I mean, sometimes it's nice because it's, she won too. So it's like, okay, she took it all and now she deserves to go to Mount Olympus. But I like when they each win one and one because it's like, okay, we're going down to a showdown. It's a tiebreaker. Like who really wants it more? Who has more left in the tank?
1: Right, exactly. And, you know, like we said uh, at Mount Olympus, Jamie took on the the now new defending Titan, Shantae McMillan, who just once again, a repeat showing absolutely demolishing the course.
0: Yes. And I think for me, the fact that she's done it before, I wish they could kind of switch it up a little bit because if she keeps continuing to dominate, let's say she wins five or six competitions, it's her basically doing the same exact thing. So she knows what her strengths are. She knows what her weaknesses are. She knows what the obstacles are, how heavy things are. So I think it definitely gives her a bigger advantage to the other competi- competition competition uh, players coming in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So w- you know, with that, twice over winning a spot uh among the titans and then defending her title so it'll be definitely interesting to see uh shantae as the season goes along uh now going into our second set of men we've got the chocolate milk man from tyler texas right <laughs> taking on the pebble steven shelby
0: <laughs> i love the fact that he drinks chocolate milk all the time i mean i'm with him i don't like regular milk unless it's in cereal so the fact <laughs> that he drinks chocolate milk all the time i'm like you know what you do you um, right. the fact that the, the pebble, and it's interesting that people call him the pebble because we saw last season that there was a female that said that people call her the pebble because she looks like a female Dwayne Johnson. Oh, that's right. that's so I was right. just like, did we forget about last season that somebody else was named the pebble? So I'm like, how many pebbles are we going to have on this show? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I, li- I like the fact that they did the launch pad competition. Cause that was the first one that we saw with the ladies to start off the show. So it was interesting to see the guys take it on.
1: Exactly, exactly. No, it, it looked like it looked. I was surprised because, you know, Stephen Shelby, he's throwing these wild kicks. And I thought that that would tire him out. I thought that that would work against him. But he really looked like he was just like running away with this at first until Blake finally fought back.
0: Yeah, they were definitely neck and neck. And I love seeing a competition like that because you're literally on the edge of your seat and you don't know where this is going to go. But I guess Steven pulled it out and he wanted it more because he ended up winning.
1: Exactly, exactly. Now he takes Launchpad and their second competition over the edge. I mean, he just talked about running away with it. He absolutely ran away with that one.
0: Yeah, I thought that was definitely interesting because he knew he had already won the first one. He really wants I mean, he's in love with The Rock, so he definitely wants to stay on the show and go as far as he can. He really wants to do it for his family. I know they talked about his daughter and the issues that were going with her medically. So I was excited to see him go as far as he did.
1: Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I he loves the rock so much down to the to the tattoos he even throws out a haka when he's up there you know after he wins over the edge i mean he is absolutely dedicated but he makes it to mount olympus going up against joe thomas and you know it was so head to head you know it was so close up until he took that fall off of that cave what did you think of it
0: I love that it was neck and neck. I mean, when he took that fall, I thought that that was going to slow him down a little bit. It kind of did. Um, I didn't know if he was going to pause, kind of like how we saw from last season when one of the females got injured and it definitely slowed her down, but she kept going. He definitely did, so I'm glad that he got up because sometimes, you know, an injury, it can definitely take you out, but he pushed through it. But we saw Joe, he had a little bit of a head start. So, I mean, he definitely earned it, but I wish Steven had gone a little bit farther. I wish it had been closer like it was last time when Joe... Was um, neck and neck with Matt.
1: Exactly, exactly. You know, it it was a little scary when when Steven was kicking down those platforms right after he took that fall. It looked like he was kind of like stumbling, wobbling a little bit. You know that that stuff gets scary.
0: It does, but I'm sure that uh, there has to be medical there on site, so I'm I'm sure that they took care of him.
1: Exactly, exactly. And you know, when it when it all comes down to that 300 pound ball and chain, you know, Joe Thomas barely pulls into the lead, barely uh makes it retains his title as a titan by turning that relic um i i I was hoping i was as a as a diehard wrestling fan as a professional wrestler myself i was pulling for the the stunt double of the rock
0: but for steven yes i mean joe (laughs) is talking a lot of smack but i mean so far he's been able to keep up with this we'll have to see next episode if he keeps his title or if somebody will dethrone him
1: exactly exactly (laughs) um so that is, you know, that's that that's what we saw in the first visit to the central region of the Titan Games, season two, episode one. Um, I want to get into a little bit of news here. Um, we've got a little bit of a uh, deadline. De- uh, sorry, one second.
0: Well, while he's coming back, I'm sure he's having internet problems. I want to talk about the Titan of the Week since we have a lot of some of the titans that are named throughout the competition so since we had the herculean pool i decided to talk about hercules which is the titan of the week he is the son of zeus he's also a demigod which means that he is half mortal half god now i thought it was interesting that i found out a little bit of information about his dad that his dad disguised himself as somebody else and he ended up sleeping with uh, um, Hercules's actual uh, mother, and it wasn't Zeus's actual wife. So, Zeus's actual wife, Hera, she ended up cursing Hercules, which made him mad, and he ended up killing all of his children that he had at the time. So, I thought that that was definitely interesting. I did not know that. However, the person that played Hercules in the Hercules films and show and also on Xena was Kevin Sorbo. I actually got to meet him in real life. He's an awesome person. It was really crazy to meet. Hercules and I didn't know that Hercules and xena actually had an animated film, and it was called Hercules and xena The Animated Movie, The Battle for Mount Olympus. So I'm definitely going to have to check that out, and I hope you guys will too if you haven't already, because it definitely plays into the Titan Games.
1: There you go, perfect. Thank you very much for that. I I appreciate that. Uh, had some little technical difficulties, but I, I appreciate it. Bear with me here; still getting the hang of the Zoom thing. Uh, but so. Uh, Deadline reported today that, uh, you know, Memorial Day, it was pretty quiet on the TV front. You know, there's a lot of a lot of repeats, a lot of things like that. But, you know, with other people running repeats, that's good news for NBC, who premiered this season of Titan Games to a 0.7 rating. That's about 3.42 million viewers. Uh, Or 0.7 in the adult 18 to 49 demographic but with about 3.4 million viewers uh, It's a little bit down from season one's averages, but uh, we'll see if that can ramp up as the season goes on
0: Well, Uh, I, I hope everybody tunes in because the Titan Games is amazing and it's just gonna get better
1: Exactly, exactly. Now, this is a it it's a tough series to, to make predictions for, but for the for the sake of, of uh our tradition at After us, let's get into some predictions. Now, who are some Buzz's some team. titans that you're excited to see that we haven't seen just yet?
0: Well, I'm definitely excited to see Jesse Graf. I've followed her on American Ninja Warrior. She's actually really good friends with my friend Maggie Thorne, who is also on American Ninja Warrior. And she's definitely a beast. I follow her on Instagram. I see her pull-up workouts. I see how she's worked out with her mom. She has her, like, her pig videos with her pet. So I'm excited to see how she's going to dominate it on the Titan Games.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I I, uh, I covered uh, American Ninja Warrior for a few seasons, and Jessie Graff is just absolutely phenomenal to see. Definitely excited to see her. I'm very, very excited to see how Tyron Woodley does on Mount Olympus. Uh, you know, we saw how how... Uh, a pro boxer did it with Clarissa Shields in this episode. I'm very excited to see how tyron Woodley takes it to Mount Olympus.
0: Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of great competition this season, but I mean, they should definitely be a little bit scared because the newbies are definitely here to compete.
1: Yeah, no kidding. If Shantae McMillan is any indication, they're going to have a very tough time holding on to those Titan titles. Mm. Uh, but it's
0: all about who wants it more.
1: Exactly. Exactly. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very, very much for joining us for our very first episode of season two of the Titan Games after show. Uh, Alyssa, thank you so, so much. I'm very excited for you to be joining us this season. Uh, Why don't you tell people where they can find you?
0: You can follow me on Twitter and also at Instagram at Alyssa underscore Acosta. Thank you so much for tuning in with us, guys. I cannot wait to be back next week. So make sure you tune in.
1: Absolutely. And as always, you can find me on all forms of social media at Ty Matthews PMA. Please join us every Tuesday afternoon, 4 p.m. Pacific, as we recap the rest of Titan Games Season 2. But until next week, peace.